Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast, where we help you get clarity, build skills, enhance your character, curate your environment, take daily massive action, and develop a positive mindset. Join our community by heading over to workwithtimmydouglas.com and get our free book and list of questions that will help you build an impactful and purposeful life. Enjoy the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going through Proverbs 8, verse 34, and that is it. So let's get it. Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting beside my doors. So the interpretation of this real quick, just stay close to wisdom. Spend your time in its vicinity and always be searching for it. That's my quick interpretation. And if you do that, you'll be blessed because daily you're going to be at the gates Daily, you're going to be waiting at the doors of wisdom. And as you absorb that information and you start to listen, you will become blessed. You will be blessed and you realize you are blessed. And so the entrepreneurial application of this straight up, I got to talk about physical and environmental health. Like this doesn't speak as much to physical, but this is phase nine in our kind of journey of self-improvement, really. And it really speaks to environmental health. Blessed is the one who listens to me watching daily at my gates. You're at the gates of wisdom watching daily. You are waiting beside the doors of wisdom. Who else is going to be waiting beside the doors of wisdom? Who else is going to be watching daily? Other people seeking wisdom. And so that's why it has me thinking of environmental health, because environmental health is, yes, your inner environment, but specifically in phase nine, we're talking about your outer environment, the people you surround yourself with, and the other inputs that you surround yourself with, whether it be news, social media, what you're hearing, other people talking about, um, how you're seeing them interact with their environment, all of those inputs affect you. And so when you're at the gates, at the doors of wisdom, you're going to get people who are also seeking wisdom and those people will act accordingly and so it really stuck with me of like wisdom talking about this environment and a certain type of person would really be at this environment consistently and so sometimes you just got to show up and then you'll start to show out so it also makes me think of phase 10 cutting negative influences and building positive influences so to say blessed is the one who listens to me not blessed are you when you listen to me. Blessed is the one who listens to me. So multiple people can be blessed because they listen. And multiple people are going to follow this instruction of watching daily at the gates and waiting beside the doors. And so automatically being at the gates and the doors of wisdom, you're cutting out all the negative stuff that's focused on death. And I say focused on death because in verse 35 and 36, it goes, um, but he who fails to find me injures himself. All who hate me love death. And so by being at wisdom's doors, wisdom's gates, you're avoiding people who love death because those people cannot find wisdom because they're not looking for wisdom and they're not at wisdom's gates and doors. So not only are you cutting negative influences, but you're building positive influences by being around, um, you know, the people who are seeking wisdom. And so th that applies directly to our life because if you're trying to go make a $10 million business, impact 10 million people or just secure financial freedom for your family or get a raise or buy your first house. And you have friends who are like, nah, renting is better. They're probably not going to influence you to buy a house. You know, that's a negative influence because it's detracting from your goal. If you're trying to get closer to Christ and then you have people that you really value their opinion and you're not doing ministry with them that say they hate Christ, you don't need to be listening to them. 
because they're pouring into you and you're valuing their opinion. So you need to just watch the people you're, that you're being influenced by and the environment you're being influenced by. And uh, Pace Morby said this, actually. He's a real estate guru, loves creative finance, all that stuff. And Pace Morby was talking about if you're not where you want to be financially, it's because you don't have enough friends making enough money in the way that you want to make money. And so it applies to health, wealth, and intimacy, and spirituality, and everything, really. Because you are the people you hang around. There we go. That's what I got from verse 34. Where has this shown up in my life? I go into every interaction with um, what I can learn, basically. And so by looking for stuff that I can learn, it kind of helps me cut those negative influences. Because if there's nothing for me to learn here, I either try to avoid the situation or I look at the situation from a more, from a more positive perspective. And my environmental health is shifted because I'm always seeking learning, seeking wisdom. And so it puts me in different environments than people who are seeking comfort, seeking entertainment. And so I'm always looking for more information in everything that I do. Where do I want this to show up in my life? I will say I want to be more open-minded to the relevance of information. So I just said earlier, when I have a goal, when I have a dream, I seek out information for that goal or for that dream. Um, but in general, if it's not helping me with my goals, I'm probably not pursuing it. And so I cut it out. But when you cut out and you get narrow and you get real focused, you are going to be more effective towards your dreams and goals, but you may miss some of life. And the question you have to ask yourself is, is accomplishing this dream and goal worth missing this aspect of life? If the answer is no, it's not worth it. Don't miss that aspect of life. Live an unfocused life where you can get a little bit of everything, you know, or focus down because you've decided it is worth it. That's a personal decision. But um, I just realized that I can cut out a chunk of life by being so focused. And I want to make sure that I'm not missing stuff that's important. I also want to set up my life such that... <laughs> I've kind of decided what's important already and I'm not missing those things like time with my kids. I don't want a job taking me away from my kids. I don't want travel taking me away from my kids. I don't really want anything taking me away from my kids. And so if I can set up financial freedom now, I can create a schedule such that I'm not taken away from my kids, right? How can you guys apply this to your life? I would say spend your time as close to your most no known source of wisdom. So here's what I mean by that. Who is the wisest or what is the wisest thing in your life? Go spend as much time with that thing or that person as you can. And then as you do that, you will hang around more wise people and you will find more wise things. Then go seek out those things and go hang out with those people. And it'll be a positive cycle for you. You will continue to get around wiser and wiser people, people who have been on the journey to discover wisdom for themselves for a longer period of time. And as you do that, you'll learn stuff that you can then apply to your life and become that beacon of wisdom for other people. So there we go. That's what I got for you guys today on the show. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Hey there. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to leave a review and send it to a friend. Don't forget, head over to workwithtimmydouglas.com to get your list of life-changing questions and our free book, Impact Ignition, Live a Purposeful Life. See you tomorrow for another show.